0: A senior economist joins us to talk about the state of today's housing market. Non-QM lenders shutting down, more vacation homes bought in high disaster risk areas, and fourth party oversight. From PropLogix, these are your top four stories in real estate this week. So much has been changing in the market when it comes to inventory, pricing, and volume. It only makes sense that in order to help us all understand the market today, we bring in an economist, specifically Nadia Vangelou, who is a senior economist and director of forecasting over at NAR, or the National Association of Realtors. Among many things, Nadia focuses on regional and local market trends, including the effects of changing demographic and migration patterns to forecast housing activity. Here's a clip of that interview. Nadia, welcome to Four Stories. Hi
1: Jordan, thank you for having me here today.
0: <laughs> so excited to have you. Nadia, is this is this the craziest market you've ever forecasted for or been through?
1: Actually, since 2020, and specifically uh after like May 2020, uh like the era of COVID-19, the world of real estate has seen like a massive uh, shift. Uh, the U.S. like housing market was unpredictable to say the least. Like during twenty twenty one, like sellers received uh, multiple offers on their houses. Like as soon as they were listed, and their houses like ended up like in the middle of bidding wars. Um, with multiple buyers um, and sellers, like often like close at double digit, like percentages, like over uh, initial like asking prices. And so 2021 was uh, the best year, like in the last 15 years, like since 2006, like home purchases, like rose in an abnormal way, although like home prices were rising, uh, eroding affordability. And we expected that, but not at the pace that we, we at the level that we saw that. So, uh, more. Uh, and the main reason is like due to low mortgage rates, like uh, mortgage rates were very low, uh, reaching like record lows. Uh, so many buyers wanted to benefit uh, from these like low mortgage rates. In the meantime, inventory also reached like record lows. Thus low inventory and mortgage rates resulted to multiple offers. Uh, as for now, the market is is becoming relatively more um, more normal, uh, like, and this is what we want to see, and more normal, more predictable, like uh, healthier uh, real estate market, like mortgage rates, like have dramatically increased uh, since the beginning of the year, about like uh, 2.5 2. 5 percentage points, That's Due to higher mortgage rates, we actually expected now not to see a slowdown in the housing market, and this is what we see already. Like uh, home sales have dropped like for the last four months. So this is something we expected, and we also expect like to continue to have this uh, drop like in uh, home buying activity.
0: Um, right now, affordability is on many people's minds, especially first-time home buyers. Um, what would you consider to be the critical factors in shifting the market in those buyers' favor?
1: Indeed, compared to the beginning of the year, like buyers need to spend about like eight hundred dollars, like extra every month for the median price home. So in areas like very expensive areas, it exceeds like fifteen hundred or like more. So um, as a result, the qualifying income for the median price home has increased uh, to above like one hundred thousand dollars from seventy thousand dollars. So uh, while the reason then is um, said income like requirement to buy a home. The qualified income like shows what uh, how much like money someone needs to earn if uh, he wants to uh, to spend for principal and in interest uh, about like twenty five percent of the income. And what we see is that many buyers no longer earn uh, the, qualified income, uh, for, um, the qualified income for uh, the qualify uh, income for the the medium price home. So they're like out of the market. So when inventory. To answer the question, so when inventory is low and demand is high, we have what we call like a seller's market, and when demand is low and inventory is high, we have a buyer's market. That's what uh, we need to um, what we need to have in order to shift the market is like more homes to be available like for sale. And actually, this is what what's happening. This is what we see like since the beginning of the of the year inventory has increased about like 35 percent. While it's typical to to have like more inventory in the spring and summer months, inventory is rising uh, faster than the average level, the historical level. And according to our data, it shows that inventory, for example, rose 25 percent during April and May uh, compared to eight percent um, which is like the pre-pandemic average like uh, level like uh, growth like for the same like uh, time frame. however we we should also have in mind that we are still missing like many homes. and to give you an idea, in a balanced market, we need to have about like two million homes available for sale. However, we currently have just a little like over one million. So although inventory is rising, it's still low. So this is what we mm. have
0: have in mind right now we're also seeing record high prices you kind of spoke about that a little bit and obviously the fed continues to raise interest rates in order to combat the rising inflation including the housing market but specifically in the housing market when should people start seeing costs start coming down as a result of those rates
1: yeah so unfortunately we expect like affordability to decline even further like in the following months like about both like home prices and mortgage rates will continue to rise, like increasing the home buying cost. Um, however, there is a bright side, like in the story. So the good news is that we expect both prices, home prices, and rates, to to rise at a slower pace. Like first of all, the Fed will take like more uh, rate hikes in order to to slow inflation. Uh, although the Fed already raised uh, its short-term interest rates like uh, three times, inflation still runs uh, at forty-year high. And we have mentioned, like, many times, multiple times, that it will take several months for the Fed to slow uh, inflation. And, of course, the the war in Ukraine doesn't help. Like, it makes Fed's mission, like, uh, even more difficult. So, as the Fed will raise interest rates, like, uh, in the following months, like, mortgage rates will also increase. However, it seems that the upcoming... Uh, rate hikes will likely have a smaller impact on mortgage rates. And like for example, when when the Federal Reserve rates its short-term interest rates, like in March, uh, by 25 basis points, mortgage rates surged about like 80 basis points in the next like following three weeks. As a result, uh, the 30-year fixed mortgage rate like rose to about like 3.9 uh, from 3.9 to 4.7 uh, percent, like by the end of March. However, uh when the federal reserve like raised its interest like rates again more aggressively in may uh mortgage rates like increased by less than 20 basis points and then rates fell up uh, to 5.1 percent like by the end of may thus the data shows that the effect uh, of the feds rate hike um, on mortgage rates was smaller in May than in March and this is the trend that we see from like the last like uh, rate hike that we had so it seems uh, June, uh, so it seems that mortgage rates have already priced in some of the effects of the upcoming like rate hike uh, so although mortgage rates will continue to to rise i don't expect to see the same sharp increases uh, that the market experienced back like in March and April. So it's possible rates to surpass like 6% uh, in July and reach about like 6.5% by the year end. And as for prices, uh, which is the other factor that increases like the borrowing costs, we also expect to continue to rise but at a slower pace. And to give you an idea, home prices will likely like rise about like 8% in 2022. So unfortunately we right. don't see like in the near future to have like uh, some uh, easing, like the affordability. No, we, we expect to yeah. line in the further.
0: Yeah, and uh, this, is a, uh, this is a question that people ask me about, but I'm, I tell them I'm not an economist. So, um, but, but since I'm talking to an economist, how comfortable are you in making predictions for the housing market over the course of the next three to six months?
1: Yeah, no one can tell, like, what it will happen, like, for sure, like, in the next six months. Um, However, after looking, like, at the data, we can tell what's more possible, like, to happen. So, for the second half uh, of the year, like, for the third and fourth quarter of uh, 2022, we expect home sales to drop about, like, 14% on average, and home prices to rise about, like, 7%, like, on average. And uh, as for mortgage rates, um, as I mentioned, like, already that the 30 year fixed mortgage rate is possible to reach like about like 6.5% by the year end. So these are some predictions that we have, of course, this changes like sometimes but this is and now I think it's like, we have lesser prices. So I think it can make like our work easier.
0: Well, Nadia, I, I really appreciate you jumping on this call with me and, and going through uh, all of these different things going on in the market. I think a lot of people have a lot of questions. I think we answer a lot of them. So, thank yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on the show. Hope to have you again maybe in the future.
1: Sure. Yeah, thank you.
0: Would you buy a vacation home in a high disaster risk area? I ask because over the past two years, nearly 45% of vacation homes were bought in areas susceptible to flooding and other natural disasters like storm, heat, fire, and drought. Vacation home sales were also down below pre-pandemic levels for the first time in 24 months. You commonly hear about third-party oversight, but now the Federal Housing Finance Agency is looking to beef up its oversight of fourth parties that do business with businesses that do business with Fannie and Freddie Mac. That makes sense, right? In some cases, those third parties must receive approval from the enterprises to engage in businesses with subcontractors. There's a growing concern that the enterprises and their contractors are vulnerable to increasing cybersecurity risks. That's it for four stories. Real estate news doesn't end here. Follow PropLogic on social media. Subscribe to the show on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Watch behind the scenes footage on YouTube and let us know what you think about the show by sending us an email at four dot stories at I'll see you next week.